Welcome to the Liquid Church Podcast, a place where you can hear the timeless truth of God's Word in a way that's culturally relevant and cutting edge. We hope you'll discover how God's story relates to your own and that you will leave feeling encouraged. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the message. What's up, Liquid Church? Happy Labor Day weekend and welcome to Student Takeover 2021. I'm Jonathan. I'm one of the pastors here, and this is the day where our students are highlighted and celebrated. Today we have students leading in worship and and our hosting and our media all over at our campuses. Can we just hear it for our students? Yeah. I'm so excited because, you know, Student Takeover is also where we kick off our theme of the year. And the theme of this year for Liquid Youth is Brave. We are encouraging Gen Z to walk into this new year with bravery. Today we'll get to hear from our students on how God is calling them to be brave in the face of their challenges as I talk to the parents and every leader in the room. Today we're going to discover how every student is one caring adult away from their God-given potential. You know, as a youth pastor, I I get the opportunity to to be brave as I try to keep up with the always changing slang. So I want to start off by doing something a bit brave here and teach you how to speak a little Gen Z. Okay, you ready? All right, here we go. Now, instead of saying wow, if you want to talk Gen Z, you say sheesh. But, but it's all in the accent. It's, pro- it's pronounced like this. Sheesh. All right. Now, I'm going to invite you to be brave. Come on, be brave and say it with me. One, two, three. Sheesh. All right. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Let me, let me teach you another. Now, if you approve of something, you don't say that was good. No, no, no. What you say is, that was bussin'. And if you want to put an exclamation on it, you say, that was bussin' bussin'. All right? So let's put it all together in a sentence. I think you guys are ready, right? Let's say this sentence. You ready? Let's say, one, two, three, say it with me. Sheesh! That youth lead worship was bussin' bussin'. <laughs> also, give yourselves a hand. Although, just so you know, just so you know, we just officially make those words not cool to say anymore. Just so you know. But great job stepping bravely into the world of Gen Z. You know, one thing that is clear when it comes to Gen Z is that things are always changing. But some things always stay the same. You know, one constant is that from generation to generation is this idea that the best stays with your generation. You know, because once you get over a certain age, nostalgia sets in and you think the best was in the past. And you're like, man, the fashion today is just getting worse. The music today, you guys call that music? Oh, oh my God. And the slang, like, sheesh, like, what, what even is that? Like, every generation thinks that the best was in the past, and things concerning the youth get worse with time. And when we look at Gen Z and what they're up against in our culture, like things like 24-hour access to the addiction of social media apps that morph the way they see themselves, uh, a culture that has normalized the idea that gender is fluid, and anxiety and depression that are levels that we have never even seen before. And then there's access to a streaming porn hub that is more popular than Amazon Prime and Netflix put together. We can feel like the odds are stacked hopelessly against them. You know, when I tell people what I do, I I usually get two responses. First is, oh, good for you for making a positive impact. And second is, oh man, we we really gotta keep them in prayer. You know, mixed in with the compassion so many have for Gen Z is the sentiment of feeling sorry for them. And if we're honest, this is a tension we all feel in some way. And it's a tension that our students are living in. 
Pastor Gary, who serves as our youth pastor to our central campus, sat down to have a brave conversation with some of our students, listening on how they talk about some of the cultural pressures they feel. How do you see culture influencing or dictating the decisions that you make? Uh, I think like when it comes to like culture influencing my decisions, I think it happens like all the time and I felt guilty to it like too. No matter what decision I'm making, I think about what other people think more than if it's what if I like it. I struggle with making those decisions of like, am I doing this because it's best for me, it's best for my family, or am I doing this because I don't want to seem less than other people? There are maybe some things in culture that you really like. Um, like say, take us music for example. A lot of you know cultural styles, things like that. You know, sometimes you'll love them, but then you'll have to realize that you know you got to listen to God's voice instead of the cultural voice outside of you know your hobbies and things like that and make the right choice. I was unfortunately hospitalized twice in six months um, for suicidal ide ideations, which is suicidal thoughts. Um, I didn't have a plan, but I knew like I wanted to die. And it was really hard because um, my friends didn't really understand. And they were like, well, like you just seem so fine. Like you seem fine on the surface. And I tried to explain to them that was like all an act. Like there were things festering up and it finally all came up and I had to be hospitalized. What do you feel people around you, your peers, and people, um, you know, my generation, people older than you, could do that would help you through this um, and the way that you can connect with them and open up with them for support. Your generation needs to be more understanding and needs to put in the time and effort and talk to them and really listen. We can do better at creating a space where you can open up without just pushing it to the side. Yeah or just giving you a quick solution? Oh. Listen, really listen. You know, that's something, if I'm honest, I, I can be better at. And when we hear words like that from our students, it, it's impossible for our hearts not to break for what they're faced with. You know, the, the pressures of culture feed anxieties and depressions that are difficult for anyone to process. But when I hear the bravery of our students who are willing to share their hearts, it shows me that although it, there may be truth to the fact that Gen Z is facing a world full of challenges, I know God is raising a brave generation. See, I believe with God, what's best is not past, but what's next is best. At church, we have an amazing God-ordained opportunity to inspire a generation to see their best. You know, a recent study shows that in 2020, 24% of young people with no adult mentors feel like their life has no meaning or purpose. But just one relationship drastically reduces that stat to just 6%. Church, this is because every student is one caring adult away from their God-given potential. And you are that adult. And when we think of the potential of the next generation, there is no better place to look than the story of Joshua. See, Joshua was a mighty warrior and a servant of Moses. And when Moses died, God was preparing to use Joshua in an amazing way. See, when God freed his people from Egypt through Moses, God promised them a home. But Moses' generation wandered 40 years and never crossed the threshold of the Jordan River and into God's promised land. So Moses 
passed the baton to Joshua to go further and to do greater things. See, Moses knew that the best was next. But on the way to God's promised land, Joshua would face many difficulties, uh, challenges, and discouragements. So God called Joshua to be brave and remember his promises. And in the first chapter of Joshua, God calls him to be brave three times. It's found in Joshua 1, 6, 7, and 9. And let's just read it together. It says, Joshua, you must be strong and brave. You must lead these people so that they can take their land. I promised their fathers that I will give them this land. But you must be strong and brave about obeying the commands my servant Moses gave you. If you follow his teachings exactly, you will be successful in everything you do. Remember, I commanded you to be strong and brave. Do not be afraid because the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. See, God was calling Joshua, Joshua's whole generation, to be brave, just like Moses was. See, Moses led the previous generation with extraordinary bravery, and now he's passing the baton of bravery to Joshua. And here is where I want to declare that Gen Z is the Joshua generation of our day, a generation that God will use mightily to go places we have not. A generation that will stand through the tides of culture and still shine the light of Christ. This is their God-given potential. Amen? And because they're faced with so many challenges, we have to be Moses to them and encourage them to be brave through our leadership. Because every student is one caring adult away from their God-given potential. And this potential is to fulfill God-sized purpose. See, there are God-sized dreams, purposes, and promises that are bigger than any one of us. So God has engineered it in a way that future generations carry out what God has spoken in us. An example of this is when I think of the amazing vision that God gave Liquid Church through Pastor Tim to saturate the state of New Jersey with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I think of how through God's grace, in 15 years, we are in seven counties now with eight campuses. And to continue this vision to fulfillment, it will require the next generation to bravely carry it out. So we have the important role of leading them with bravery, just like Moses led Joshua. But if we're honest, you know, this is not always easy. You know, uh, last year, my family moved from the, the city of Newark to uh, the very rural township of Hope, New Jersey, where there's my family, there's a park called the Land of Make Believe, anybody? <laughs> and there's about three cows, and that's it. Here's actually a picture of my uh, next door neighbors, uh, Bessie and Bertha there. <laughs> Needless to say, it's been a change. But while we are there, my, you know, my goal is to, to get my boys to, to be brave outdoorsmen who, who do activities like fishing, camping, and hiking which is all new territory for us, right? So a few weeks after moving there, I, I decided to take them on a hiking trail nearby. And so when we, we started on the trail, there was a sign that said intermediate. And I'm like, intermediate, I can handle that. I grab a map, put it in my back pocket, and we entered. And as we're about just 30 feet in, I realized it was a terrible mistake. There, there were hills with loose rocks falling all over the place. There were cliffs, there were drops. 
And all the while, I'm trying to hold my boys, and I'm trying to keep them steady by the hand so they don't freak out. See, I'm trying to be brave for them. And all the while, I'm thinking, oh, my God, if I hurt one of these boys, my wife Angie's going to kill me. <laughs> you know, at one point, we're walking down the hill, and a loose rock slips out of place, causing us almost to roll down the hill to our deaths. And my son says, Daddy, I'm scared. And so with my outside voice, I'm like, son, we got this. But my inside voice, I was like, me too. <laughs> See, now just as I was in need of bravery on that trail, as we are on our journey to inspire a generation to be brave, we often find ourselves in need of bravery. But the good news is this bravery that we need doesn't come from our ability, but it comes from knowledge of God's promise. So we're going to look at the first chapter in Joshua where God is giving promises to Joshua to discover two ways we can lead with bravery. Yeah, we're going to look at two ways we can be Moses to Joshua and enable them to have their fulfilled God-given potential. In chapter 1, verse 6, God says to Joshua, you must be strong and brave. You must lead these people so that they can take their land. You know, in this verse, God is reminding Joshua of the promise he made to Moses. When he says in verse 3, he says, I promised Moses that I would give you this land. So I would give you all the land wherever you go. See, here God is telling Joshua, if you look out across the Jordan River, I will give you victory over every army. If you just look out, I will give you possession over every area that your feet touch. See, God was making a promise of Joshua's purpose. Now understand how bold of a promise that God is making here. Right? Because right now, Joshua is not looking like a winning bet. Right now, they look like a, a group of lost stragglers with a rookie leader. But I believe it was the brave faith of Moses that helped Joshua see what God saw. See, Joshua saw Moses hold firm to God's promise for 40 years. And this inspired Joshua to be brave. This inspired Joshua to look out to the land before him and hold to the promise of God that everywhere they set their foot that God had given them. So the first way to lead with bravery as Moses did is for us to have the same brave outlook. A brave outlook is when we see what God sees even when everything tells us a different story. See, I want you to think about all the things that make people shake their head about our youth, right? The, the things that make us feel sorry for them. The, the reasons people look on them with, with maybe pity and, and feel like they are hopeless and lost. Then I want us to understand that where the world sees pity, God sees purpose. See, having a brave outlook is knowing that God can use and redeem everything from our technology to our tears, from our social media to our setbacks. See, a brave outlook is to look at that student not as who they are right now, but as who they are becoming. So have a brave outlook when you see the youth in your life. You know, Hebrews 11 and 3 tells us, the things we see were made by something that we cannot see. Listen, we may not be able to see it, but understand God is creating something amazing in them. Church, understand that in this room, sitting in this room right now, is the next leaders of our communities and our country. Parents, understand that your teen who seems like the Xbox is their whole life will be the one who preaches and speaks life. So that 14-year-old know-it-all, I want to encourage you to see them as the next dean of Princeton. 
That college student who knows how to wiggle themselves out of trouble, see them as the next attorney general. That student who you just wish would just act their age, well, that's the next youth pastor right there. See, the very things that we see as annoying could be their anointing. See, the obstacles in their lives are God's opportunities that he will use. Don't see them as the lost generation. See them as the Joshua generation. This is the promise of purpose on their lives. See, every student is just one caring adult away from their God-given potential. And we become that one when we have a brave outlook. You know, recently we got to see the impact of a brave outlook play out in real life. We, we, we had a, a program called Youth Lead where we strive to help our students see their leadership potential. And over the summer, we, we got to see God repurpose the power of social media. For 12 weeks, our Youth Lead students initiated what we call the Devo Project. And they took to Instagram and led a three-month-long devotional where they used social media to be an influencer for Christ. Check it out. And then really dig deep with that when you do this devotional because it will truly help you. Like we learned from Jesus, love is the foundation of every single relationship. As long as we have His light, we will always be walking with Him. There's so many benefits that we can experience as followers of Christ when we begin to center our lives around God. In these times, we just need to trust in Him because God isn't going to steer us wrong. He will bring us to where we need to be. Can we praise God for the bravery in our students to stand in front of the whole world and represent Christ? Amen. So a brave outlook is the first way we can be Moses to Joshua's generation and lead with bravery. But once God gives us vision, he calls us into action. And we see this in the next encouragement and promise given to Joshua, where it says, but you must be strong and brave about obeying the commands my servant Moses gave you. If you follow his teachings exactly, you will be successful in everything you do. In this verse, God is promising success if Joshua follows his direction. See, God didn't just pat Joshua on the back and say, be brave, bruh, good luck. No, he gave him instruction through Moses. See, Moses was a teacher. He was a teacher of God's word. But more importantly, he was an example of it. See, Joshua would have known how Moses bravely followed God's direction when he walked into Pharaoh's court and demanded that he let God's people go. Joshua would have watched as Moses bravely followed God's direction to raise his staff and stretch out his hand as the Red Sea split. Joshua would have watched as Moses bravely climbed Mount Sinai to hear from God and receive the Ten Commandments. And even when it didn't make sense to everyone around them, Moses followed bravely. He followed bravely what God was directing him to do, and it always led to victory for them. And this inspired Joshua to be brave and obedient to God's direction as well. And so for us, the second way we can lead with bravery and be Moses to this Joshua generation is to have brave obedience. Brave obedience is when we act on God's word even when it's difficult, so that when Gen Z sees us, they see God's word coming to life. And maybe you feel that you are not Moses and you don't have a Mount Sinai to hear God on. Well, can I encourage you? The Bible teaches us that the Holy Spirit is always speaking God's word to us in our hearts. So that little nudge on your heart, that little tug is literally the voice of God speaking. So can I ask you, what is God tugging on your heart? 
to do? What does brave obedience look like? Well, to my parents, your brave obedience may be to prioritize your teen small group over sports this year and drive them to group, even on rainy days. If your relationship with your teens is on rocky ground, your brave obedience may be to bridge the gap and just sit and listen to what they have to say without trying to make your point. Or maybe if you're a grandparent or an empty nester and you already know the bravery it takes to raise teens, but you're concerned about stepping on shoes, but God is saying, just speak some loving wisdom to them. See, understand if God speaks to you, he's speaking through you. And his words change lives, heal hurts, and mend relationships. You know, I just recently heard a story of a parent whose daughter let her know that she identifies as LGBTQ. And this caused a, a huge split in their relationship. And for months, they, they didn't speak. The daughter knew how the mom felt, and the mom knew how the daughter felt, and they just couldn't seem to find any common ground. There was only anger and heartbreak between them. However, the mom felt a tug on her heart to show love to her daughter's girlfriend and buy her a gift. Now, this took some serious bravery from the mom because, you know, this conflicted against all her convictions. But when she told her daughter about this idea to show love, it immediately touched her heart and even though they, they still disagreed, their relationship is being restored. Can we just praise God for that? See, you, you may feel it's weird. You, you may feel it's something too difficult that God is calling you to do. But remember, his promise, if you obey, you will succeed. You know, Isaiah 55, 11, in here, God says probably the most boss thing ever. He says, my word makes things happen that I want to happen. He says, they succeed in doing what I send them out to do. Listen, if God is tugging at your heart to be a small group leader in Liquid High School or college, and you feel that you don't know enough or you're not cool enough, listen, I can tell you being cool is overrated. I, I gave up on it years ago. Just know that if God is directing you, you will succeed. You will have an impact. Because when we follow God's direction, we can impact someone's destiny. And in the world that has Gen Z bombarded with so many voices, our brave obedience allows, them, allows us to amplify the words of God that tell Gen Z, you are my child. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And nothing can separate you from the love of God. And we got to hear from our students on the importance of this type of voice in their lives. Let's listen in. I think that's super important too, telling us that we're valued. Like, that, that means the world to our generation. Like, like they said before, like listening is, I would say, the biggest key. Um, just listening, like we don't always need a solution. But I think also, too, like reaffirming us and reaffirming what we're good at, what our gifts are, how God sees us, because the enemy will tell us that we're worthless, that we have nothing to offer. But if we have people around us constantly pouring into us and telling us that, like, hey, look, you can do this, or, you know, God created you like this, um, I think that helps us a lot at the end of the day because we start to see some of um, how God sees us. Amen. They start to see themselves how God sees themselves. Why? Because every student is one caring adult away from their God-given potential. And I believe that everyone here, under the sound of my voice, is that person. See, with a brave outlook and brave obedience, we can be Moses to Joshua and lead with a bravery that inspires a generation. And listen, we don't have to be superheroes. All we have to do is be willing to see what God sees and put it into action. 
See, the thing is, bravery is not these big heroic acts. You know, my mom used to say, it's not what you do every once in a while, it's what you do every day that really matters. And actually, the little things we do every day is where we can be brave. And so, I want you to know, when they see you serving, when they see you just going to small group, when they see you doing daily devotions, you are inspiring a brave generation. And I know that in our church, we have amazing parents and amazing small group leaders who have a brave outlook and practice brave obedience. You're pouring out your heart, your time, your energy to make a difference. But sometimes it's hard to know if you're making an impact. You know, maybe the teen you're mentoring is not showing up to small group. Maybe you have a son or a daughter that you've been praying over, but it seems they don't want anything to do with God. Perhaps a student in your life is up against massive amounts of anxiety and depression, and you're discouraged. Well, when you are discouraged, I just want to say one thing to you. Don't give up. When you feel the burden of life on you, and you can't even think about being that one caring adult, and all you can think about is just surviving another day, don't give up up because there is a generation that needs you. And I just want to encourage you to keep taking one brave step after another. And maybe that next step for you is just sitting with a student. Maybe it's just listening, just being there for them. Understand that your brave steps are more significant than you know. We had a brave conversation with one of our high school leaders on how she sees her impact and how it keeps her going when she feels discouraged. Let's listen in. I've been a student leader at Liquid for about seven years. What inspired me to become a student leader was I wanted to give back what was given to me when I was in high school. When I was in high school, I had amazing leaders, uh, Danny and Jill. They were um, two leaders that really poured into me that I really connected with, and they allowed me to ask the hard questions. They were there um, when my world was turned upside down. I knew that I could rely on them. Um, even if they didn't know the answers, I knew that I wasn't alone. And that was, I think, the most important thing to me, and that stuck with me all these years. Being a leader uh, has challenged me to be brave in my own faith. Um, when some of my students have asked the harder questions, uh, it's made me dig deeper myself because I don't know the answer. Um, it's also shown me that it's okay not to know and that we don't always know. Leading has also shown me uh, my need for community. And then um, I would also say that being able to be vulnerable with uh, trusted friends. Leading can be discouraging. Um, you know, group doesn't always go the way that I expect it to, but it reminds me of this quote that uh, I read in a book recently. It's, uh, it says, every move we make, every risk we take sets the stage for someone else. Your brave is someone else's breakthrough. And um, it helps me remember that when I show up, I'm making an impact. If you're on the fence about being a student leader, you know, I didn't think I had enough time. I didn't think I was enough. I didn't think that I knew enough or that I was a leader. Um, I look back and I think about how much Danny and Jill poured into me and then how much I'm able to now pour into my girls. It's the best commitment that I've made. Amen. Can we just thank God for all of our mentors? Amen. Your brave is someone's breakthrough. So understand that each small step is significant. 
because each and every step is leading a generation closer to Jesus. Every prayer you say over them, every time you affirm them, every ball game you take them to, you are inspiring a brave generation. So when our strength runs out, I just want to point you to one more promise that God made in Joshua 1.9. God reminds Joshua of a promise that Moses would have sent to him in times of discouragement, a promise that we need to hold on to every day. It says, be strong and brave. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And church, say this lie with me. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Can we just thank God for that? Church, remember that our bravery doesn't rest in our strength, but it rests in God's promise. So be brave in the knowledge that Jesus, the mighty, courageous, victorious lion, is with us step by step, and he will never leave us. And that is enough. Somebody say amen to that. Jesus, who made the brave step-by-step -step commitment to the cross, to Calvary, he was bravely obedient to facing torture and death on the cross because he had the brave outlook of seeing that his death on the cross will bring us into relationship with him. And let me be clear, this is the baton we have to pass. See, we need to see a generation with a brave faith in Jesus Christ that even when culture comes against them, they can stand bravely in the power of Jesus' name and proclaim his gospel to the world. A generation that will go further than we have and even carry the vision to saturate the state with the gospel of Jesus Christ to all 21 counties and beyond. Amen? This is the Joshua generation. Can we just say amen to that church? Amen. Every student is just one carrying adult away from their God-given potential. Be Moses to Joshua. So this is what I want to encourage you to do. Have a brave outlook. To all my parents, I want to encourage you to invest even more in what God sees in them. You know, we kick off our high school programming just next week. I want to encourage you to go to liquidchurch.com student to keep them in the loop and get them registered for a small group. Then let's have brave obedience. If God is tugging at your heart to serve in liquid youth, I want to encourage you to lean into that tug and be a small group leader in high school or college. Yes, it may be extra time out of your week, but when I think of how God has used some of our leaders to stand in the gap and literally be the difference between life and death for our students, I can tell you that it's worth it. So everyone, I, I want to encourage you to make a brave commitment and pray about ways you can invest in Gen Z. And I want to encourage you to join us on a 30-day prayer challenge for Gen Z. You can go to liquidchurch.com student to find all the details for you to be a part of this awesome prayer challenge. This is the Joshua generation. And every student is just one caring adult away from reaching their potential. Be that one caring adult. We don't have to be superheroes to have bravery. We just have to know that Jesus is with us. And that's truly enough. It's enough. So let's all stand as we take a moment to end with a brave prayer for Gen Z. Father, I just thank you so much, God, that you are raising a generation that will fulfill your promise and purpose on this earth. God, we know that the, the best is not in the past, but the best is next. And we thank you, God, for what you're doing in them. And we ask that, that you give us the strength, God. You help us have that brave outlook and brave obedience that we may be Moses to this Joshua generation. 
Lord, we know what you're going to do through them. Father God, will blow our minds, and we are excited to see how you're going to work. So we thank you now, Lord. We pray over each and every one, and we surrender them to you, even now, as we worship. Amen. Let's take a moment to just stand on our feet and worship God. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to check out Liquid Church for a weekend service, small group, outreach, or clean water trip, you can find out more about us online at liquidchurch.com. And if you enjoy the podcast, go ahead and subscribe or share it with a friend. Thanks again for listening.